Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the Last Minute Blues Podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. Powered by Together Credit Union, empowering you to achieve your financial goals. It is the Last Minute Blues Podcast, Donnie Fandango and Jamie Rivers. And um, we are not joined by Jeff Burton this week. Uh, if you've not heard, which I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, uh, our friend uh, passed away on Monday morning. And so uh, this week has just been, uh, you know, I, I think that first and foremost, Jamie, I, I like want to give so much respect and love to the Riz Show guys. I think they've done a really incredible job of paying tribute to the guy. Yeah, it, uh, God, when... Uh... When we found out about Jeff that day, um, you know, and, and they were planning to announce it um, on the point at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, you know, we over at 101 felt that it was necessary as well to carry that live. Um, you know, with the crossover of both stations and your involvement and Jeff's involvement with the sports side of it, obviously this podcast. We have a ton of listeners. We have a ton of crossover listeners that will either listen to you, listen to the Riz Show, come over, get their sports on 101. And I know we didn't want them to be listening to our show and then feel like they missed something. And we are a a big family over here. And so I I could not believe how well they did that day because when we brought it back to us over at 101 – uh, Brad Thompson and I were there, and, and BT's like he's writing stuff down, and he's like, "I got this, I got this," because I I was a mess. Yeah, I was a mess. And PT, we come back on the air, and BT's crying. Yeah. He's like, "Damn it!" He's like, "I was supposed to be the rock in yeah. this one," and so yeah, we cried it out on the air, um, which I'm obviously I'm a hundred percent okay with. I don't care. I love that guy. Uh, so much, and yeah, the Rizzuto Show has done a fantastic job of honoring Jeff, and I know you've been on there talking about Jeff, and I had the chance this morning to get on there and talk to those guys about Jeff a little bit, and the one thing that I told them was, Jeff Burton is pretty re- he's pretty much responsible for me doing radio, and the reason I say that is, and Donnie, you'll remember this, way back when, the Jeff, Trish, and Tom show on 105.7 Mornings, he would bring us in, me and Jim Campbell, and we started out with like one segment. It was just like a one-time thing. We had so much freaking fun that Jeff was like, uh, same time, same place, next week? 
and it became a Friday morning thing. And we would come in for a segment, two segments, whatever we had time for before practice. Yeah. And we had some characters that came through there as far as guests. Sure. There's stories that I could tell you for days that probably aren't fit for these airwaves about people that came through there and, and the fun that we had. Um, but then I remember, you know, Jeff just saying, hey, uh, you know, if you ever want to get into this, you know, let me know. And, and of course, Jeff and I stayed friends the entire time. And then when my career was over and I was doing hockey stuff and I started to dabble a little bit in some of this stuff. And Jeff was like, dude, you, you, you need to be doing radio. And he talked to Haas Newport at the time. And I started to sub in during the Stanley Cup run for the Blues. I was with Anthony Stalter. And then, uh, obviously, Tommy Mattern sat down with me and said, hey, you ever thought about doing this? And so then I called Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, what do I do? He's like, dude, take it. <laughs> right. He's like, this doesn't happen all the time. It's like a lot of people are, are like wanting to get into radio. They're not being offered a spot. And so he, and he helped me, and I asked for advice all the time. And, you know, not that I'm a seasoned veteran now by any means, uh, but thanks to Jeff and you, you guys have been awesome, and without Jeff, I probably wouldn't be doing radio right now. He, uh, man, he, I, man, that I, I don't think I've ever worked with someone that loved being on the radio as much as he did. And like, and it wasn't like, like, because I know other people that love being on the radio, but it largely seems like it's to stroke their own like ego. You know what I mean? But Jeff wasn't like that. There was like this legitimate honest to god communication that he really firmly believed in with those listeners man mm-hmm. like i know that he genuinely appreciated when he was at schnooks and somebody would say hey jeff can i get a picture with you real quick i don't mean to interrupt you while you're grocery shopping he would never care he would because man he genuinely appreciated it and genuinely felt lucky to get to do it every day and yeah oh absolutely but answer me this question how many people in entertainment slash radio, how many people go through that when and not have enemies? Oh, I mean. There's always something. Yeah. Right? There's always something. Yeah, 100%. I can't think of one person that didn't like Jeff. Like, there's times where I'm sure they didn't see eye to eye or this or that and the other. But it's so rare to have an individual in this industry that really nobody has anything negative to say about him. Yeah. Like, what do you say? Jeff was a guy, he gave of himself all the time. Yep. He did whatever he needed to do as far as to make the show better. Uh, he worked extremely hard. He jumped on with 101. He did pregame. You guys did pregame and intermissions and all sorts. Jeff was just, like, involved in everything and walked the hallways here. Even before he passed. You ever walk by the hall and be like, ah, that Burton's a real... No, no, never. No, nah, man. And I don't know if any of I don't. I I know I'm not lucky like that. I know I've pissed off people here already. Yeah, same. You too. Yeah, right? same. And if you're listening right now, whether whatever your job is, you know you rub people the wrong way. It happens. I never felt like Jeff did that. Nah, man. And I think that if he if he did, I think that he would automatically be like, "Whoa, wait, I." Do, I mean, that's just not him. No, it's you not. know what I mean. He just didn't. He didn't want to do that, man. Like that whole that line 
of of closing stuff. Be real. Be radical. Be whatever. He, I mean, that was that dude. I know. Like that was that he's such was, a unique individual, isn't he? Really, he dude. Like, he really a, was. He's a freaking unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, I've never seen anybody just a zest for life. Go out, walk in nature and be positive. And he always said, "I I was thinking the other day." When everybody's telling the stories, I'm, I'm trying to think of one situation where Jeff was like negative Nancy, or so, and I couldn't freaking remember a thing. No, I, I, they're not out there, and no matter what, like times are tough. And the last year and a half, we know what he's been dealing with, and we talked about it several times. He never came in with like poor me, never one time. He wouldn't even talk about it. Nope. We'd have to pry out information, or he would give us updates. But that was it. And he's like, oh, you know, it'd be all right. We're fine. Yeah. The guy, honestly, he's um, he's one of the best human beings that I've had the pleasure of meeting and, and calling a friend. Dude, he, and, and, you know, we've talked about this too, but, you know, and I don't know. I mean, it was at least the last month that he was in the building when we were doing the podcast that he would start off this, like, ball of fire, locked in, ready to go. And then, man, 25 minutes later... His head would be down yeah. on the on the counter because I mean he wanted to do I mean he wanted to do this until he could not do it anymore and I mean he I think it was really good that he was able the last couple of weeks to be on the air with the Riz Show guys to be on with us yesterday yeah. you know I mean when we were there and we were talking to him I mean he's asking questions about. About what's going on behind the scenes at ESPN. <laughs> He's asking what's going on behind the scenes at the radio station. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it just never, it never stopped. No, it never stopped. It, it never did. And honestly, you know, Jeff, <laughs> there. I don't know if you remember this. We uh, there was a point fest that somebody had the bright idea of letting Jim Campbell and myself. Uh, host it. Okay. Uh, it was at the Riverport Amphitheater, yep. now the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. I I think Jeff was the one who was like, hey, look, we're going to have these guys are blues players. You know, they're, they're, they're on our radio station. We had been on billboards for 105.7 The yep. Point. Uh, so it's not like we were strangers to the listeners. Yeah. And he said, uh, we're going to let you guys host it. I go, well, what the hell is that? You know, he's like, well, you introduce the bands, basically. You come out, you say a few words, uh, you know, rile up the crowd and introduce the bands, and that's it, you know? Oh, boy. <laughs> so we were overserved early in that day. Early, yeah. Early in that day. <laughs> and I remember, you know, Jim Campbell, like, going back and, and, and like, joining the band guys on stage, like as they're playing, going back and like standing with them and like trying to play the guitar and <laughs> the bands are fine with it. They were cool. They're like, these guys are insane. It's fine. And then I remember, uh, it rained a little bit that day, not enough to like stop everything, but th- there was a little patch of like wet on the stage. I don't know how it happened. I thought it was a great idea to pull the old slip and slide. And so I took a running start and slid across on my stomach in front of, um, I forget what band that was. It was incredible. <laughs> the, pe- the people were going nuts. And, yeah. and Jeff is, at that point, Jeff is like, I'm completely responsible for what is happening right now. We had the time of our lives. We were never invited back to do it again. Um, but that was the thing. Like, it was Jeff's idea. He was like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And it really was. We had so much fun. It was such a great time. 
But yeah, we got carried away. We got caught up in the moment. Yeah, one would say, Donnie. Well, dude, when we're but you know what though, when it was like when we were hanging out and it was a social situation, you know, like even if there was a little work to be done, there was still just this always kind of mischievous part of Jeff that was like, <laughs> "Well, we're still going to get into something." You know what I mean? Like we're still going to have, we're still going to make this a good time. We, it might be 117 degrees at this point fest. Oh God, yeah. You, you know what I mean? But at some point oh. or the other, after we get our work done, you know, we're going to have a good time. He would always like, <clears throat> pardon me, if Mary was coming out to the show, he would mix martinis in a in like a little uh, flask sort of thing, and so they would be backstage <laughs> at Point Fest drinking martinis, you know, like and and you know one of the things too, man, is like he was always so genuinely sweet and kind to Mary and not just asking how she, she was doing, but like asking cause he cared and cause he wanted to know and, mm-hmm. and wanted to make sure that she was good. And, and, you know, man, I mean, there was just so much good in that guy. And like, he was like, I, I, he was one of my go-to guys, you know, when I needed somebody to do a stage intro, if I couldn't do it at an interview or something, he would always be like, yep, yep, sure. Tell me where to be, you know? Yeah. I mean, he was all he has always been like that, man. And like, you know, man, I mean, sometimes we do things we don't want to do. And Jeff was always seemingly the one that was like, all right, man, I don't care. And and he would knock it out. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely thought, Jamie, that that since we kind of I mean, not we kind of we knew that this was coming. We knew that this was going to happen. We 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 knew it. But like I kind of felt like the last couple of weeks like that maybe for a really lack of a better term, like we were kind of playing chicken with death with the whole thing. Yeah. Kind of, you know, because when, you know, when I went over there to see him the last time, man, he was just, he was happy. He was firing, man. Yeah. He was, he was great. And so like, I just kind of, I don't know. I thought this was going to go on for a while, you know? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, uh, it, it's been a real roller coaster ride because, Obviously, we know when they found his original cancer, they're like, this is, this is good. We found it early. Yeah. Um, and he had a hell of a fight with that first round of it. And it seemed as if he had gotten through it. Hair grew back. Jeff started to, Jeff started to look like Jeff again. Yeah. And uh, then things started to go south a little bit. And then finding out that, you know, basically he was covered head to toe with cancer everywhere. Was tough because you you start to think about you start to be positive in the fact that like hey my buddy we're not losing our buddy and then you find out the other news and you're like wow we're losing our buddy yeah and we wanted you know Jeff and his his lovely wife Julie were looking at alternative medicines and trying everything which as you should. You, you know, there's no stone unturned when you're yeah. in that kind of a situation. And it's just was it's been really hard watching the decline and knowing, you know, how much pain he was in was hard. Yeah. Really difficult to see that. And then still, no matter what, even though, you know, all this is coming, it's still shocking. And when you informed me that morning, um, it's like I just like the air got sucked out of me. Yeah, I was just like, wow. Like I knew it was coming. Yeah, man. But it's um, it's tough. You know, like I said, Jeff and I, and you know, you've been friends with him forever as well. Jeff was at 
Jeff was at my wedding, you know, when I, my first wedding with yeah. my ex-wife. He was there. He was at my bachelor party <laughs> to my, my first <laughs> wife, too. Uh, yeah. Jeff was at mine, too. I don't think either of us remember that. <laughs> it was uh, We had a bus and everything. It was quite the ordeal. Um, but, yeah, so he's been a huge part of of my personal life and more so my personal life than professional life because I've never got into radio till a couple of years ago. Yeah. So it's always been more as a friend. Yeah. He, he, it's, it's, uh, you know, man, I, I, uh, I, I, I knowing that we were going to be doing this, like I've been kind of trying to think of things that I wanted to say or memories or any of those types of things. And, um, you know, I think everybody has done such a really great job, of talking about this guy, I just, he, there was just so much to him and he is, I mean, I mean, you talk about an impossible human being to replace or replicate, man. Like there's no way, I mean, there's there's no way you're going to meet anybody like that. And then also too, there is no chance that I will ever work with anyone that is as quick-witted and able to turn a joke as Jeff Burton. (laughs) Dude, he was a machine. (laughs) He was great. I, you know, listen, and you, you, you've had to parent on this very podcast as Jeff and I go back and forth. And <laughs> I've always considered myself to be quick-witted yeah, as well. Yeah. And then I met, you know, the emperor, basically. <laughs> right. And he, so much fun, it, it, any situation. And it's that you can be quick and witty, and you can be quick, witty, and super intelligent, too. And that was Jeff. Yeah. It was... It, what, no matter what he said, it fit perfect. It was a little outside the box. It was dry. You had to think about it for a second. And you're like, what the hell did he just say? And then he moved on. He kept the feet moving. And that was the beauty of his comedy is that he did it that way. And I, he and I had this crazy dream that we were going to start doing stand-up comedy. And uh, we would uh, do it in front of each other and then one night find an open mic spot and just go for it. Yeah. And we had so much fun. We had this stuff written down and Jeff had so many things that were so, he was, he should have done it. He He could have, he could have easily done it for myself. You know, I tell stories sometimes in a good way. Jeff's comedy and the way he was describing it and it was making sense. And you know, I, I can't really get into it here because there was a couple of bits that were you know, a little yeah. outside the box, right? A little blue, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And But they were genius. I was just, I'm like, dude, we got to do this. I'm like, I don't care if I suck. I don't care. You've got to do this because this is going to be awesome. And we had talked about it a lot right before he got sick. And uh, then, you know, obviously he never got a chance to do it. But he would have been incredible. Dude, how about when we're – okay, so I think it's probably all right to say this at this point. And I know he won't care and I know Julie won't. But like when we're visiting him at hospice and at one point <laughs> Jeff gets – Jeff wants a gummy. Uh, a, a, I mean like we could say a THC gummy at this point. Yeah, well just from now on we'll be referred to as gummy. Right. And so like he's looking at us like, do you think I can? Do you think we – and we're like, 
dude. I mean, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Throw, gonna do? <laughs> throw you out of there? Yeah. And so, like, he's trying to offer us gummies. Well, and wait, I was just like, set the stage here, Donnie. Set the stage, okay? He's already got pain meds. Yes. And but it's not enough. And listen, I'm all for. I'm like, dude, whatever you need to do. So he opens his drawer, and I didn't know. Remember the little purse he yes. had, the little bag? Yeah. And we're all like looking at each other, like, what the hell's in the bag? Because he kind of fumbled around with it right? a little bit, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the zipper opens up, and like. A gummy bear the size of my fist <laughs> is sitting in the damn thing. And it wasn't just by, it was gummy bear after gummy after this after. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, Jeff's having a party here. <laughs> and he's offering it to us. And I was just like, you know, man, I, I don't know, but this just does not seem like the place I want to be high, man. Like, no no offense or anything. I was like, you can have mine, Jeff. Uh, I just, and then he was worried about, like, should I do it? I'm like, we all looked at each other like, what are, you, what are they going to do? They ain't throwing you out, brother. They ain't throwing you out. <laughs> I think the thing, though, man, that does that – there's there's a couple things that that do keep me from getting too low about this. First and foremost, knowing that he is not in pain anymore. Oh, God, yeah. That That is the thing that, that I kind of hang my hat on. But then also, too, man, I feel like the last month or maybe six weeks even, I feel like we got bonus time. I mean, maybe it wasn't considered bonus time, but like... Well, looking back on it now, it feels like that. Yeah, because like when I went to to Alabama, or when when we went on vacation, um, and Jeff had the first initial visit to the ER where he was throwing up blood, and Julie and I had exchanged messages, and she didn't think he was going to make it through that weekend. I know, I remember that. So like, the... I just feel like we got more time with it. You know what I mean? Like more, and it was like good time. Yeah. It was it was time that we got to joke and talk and BS and do what we got to do. You know, having him on last week too, man. Like we just got to have him some more than maybe we should have. And I look back at last week having him on the podcast and so many people that reached out via uh, text message, social media, you name it, that were thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled to hear his voice back on there again and- Look, we know he, he he talked about whatever the hell he wanted to talk about that day, and you and I were like smiling ear to ear because yeah. it was so much fun to have him back on. It's hard to now for me. It's hard to look back and go, "Wow, that was the last time." Yeah, and so I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah, but uh, I wish I could have absorbed it more. You know, you know the thing. Uh... I think the thing I'm kind of weirdly dreading a little bit, not even weirdly, but, uh, you know, when it, when there was a Blues game on, up until the end of the second period, we were texting a lot. Oh, yeah. You guys, so yeah, your secret texts chain without me. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Bally Sportsman Westcott. Oh, it's I, I actually working Jeff's on phone. the broadcast. I saw Jeff's phone one day, and it was like, not Jamie group. And it was just <laughs> you and him. Oh, shut up. And it would have been anything that we would have <laughs> talked about the next day on the podcast anyway. But you know, man, like like just those just those texts during the game about whatever and about yeah. and I swear to God, I swear to God, if Clem Costin has a great year this oh. year, I'm buying a jersey. <laughs> like I, I I I want that to happen so, so bad. <laughs> I know, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff had, had him pegged as the next Gretzky. Oh, dude, he sure did, man. <laughs> I, but I, I remember, you know, so many things, and I was, uh, I'm guilty of going through my phone and looking at text messages, one our group chat, and and then just stuff that Jeff would send, and I, uh, I'm gonna miss those a lot, a lot. 
during a game uh, or whatever, or just a thought, a random afternoon where Jeff was in Jeff world and you'd get a Jeff message. That's what I call those. And then he'd get a message like two hours later and be like, I don't know why I sent that. (laughs) So so like, okay, so there were times, he would send me these messages on like Saturday mornings where he was like making breakfast, but he was making like a snack before he made breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like he would be updating me on all of these things that he was making and then it'd be like, I'm sure you probably have better things to do. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm just enjoying this, but I, it's going to be, dude, it, when hockey season comes back around, man, it's going to, it's going to really be tough. Um, you know, not being able to share that with him and not being able to, you know, like some of my, you know, some of my favorite times, man, were like being in a really terrible mood and then me, you and him chopping it up, doing this stupid podcast. And then all of a sudden, man, it just, the the dumb thing I was worried about before was gone. And, and I'm going to miss that man. And like, dude, and like he would have the best way if I was flipping out about something stupid that he would just say that completely idiotic, dumb joke that was a total dad joke, but it would stop you. Yeah. You would reset yourself. Yeah. You'd be laughing your ass off at this idiot, uh-huh. but it would totally set your, you know, it would set my mind yeah, back. Right. Reset man. you almost. You Recalibrate know, you. Dude. And he was just, man, it was just, he was just a homie, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really have a lot of homies like that that I just really would trust with any bit of information yeah. about my life, my kids, Mary. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, how I many talk people to dude about life, everything. How many people in life or come into your life that have, um, like, no angle to it, right? They're just, they're your friend. Yeah. And that's it. They're your, you know, your, your, your ride or die yeah. friend. Not many people. There's, you know, there's always not an angle. Not everybody has an angle, but they've got their own thing or this or that. You know, Jeff was just like he said. He was he was our our homie. And call him at two o'clock in the morning. Call him at two o'clock in the afternoon. He's going to do whatever he can to help you. Um, and he's going to make you laugh. And he's going to make you crazy. And he's going to do all this stuff. And he's going to be missed um, a great deal, dude. Dude, it's just. Uh... I don't even, you know, man, I don't even, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't Who even. Who the hell am I going to bug you with now? Now it's just me bugging you. I don't know if I feel the same way about it, Donnie. <laughs> it's a different dynamic. It's a that's, different that's, dynamic. That's, that's for like, sure. Jeff and I, the best part about this is what you, I'm sure you know, but you didn't know at the time, is when we would be waiting in that other podcast room before we moved over to this one, um, we'd be waiting for you because you're on the air. Right. And you're trying to do like 17 jobs at once and you're flustered and usually coming in at warp five, <laughs> you know, just like getting after it. We would plot in there things that we were going to do to you and drive yeah. you crazy. And then we would execute said things the moment you walk through the door. <laughs> and then I would laugh. And then you would laugh. And then it would be awesome. <laughs> then you know? We cho- then we would chop up the hockey talk. Dude, it's, uh, you know, man, I, I, I just, I, I, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had better things to say, but one thing that, 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 you know, we talked about beforehand, and I think that we've even talked about this on the podcast, but just to, you know, just to let everybody know, um, it's going to be Jamie and I, yeah, uh, with the last minute blues podcast going forward, you know, we might have a guest from time to time, but it's going to be you and I, um, and as far as I'm concerned, and, and you said this before we went on, but I, I would like to con- consider 
like to continue just saying, Last Minute Blues podcast, Jeff, Jamie, and Donnie. Yeah. Well, it is. Whether he's whether he's here in person or not. He got to see him win the cup, dude. He did. He got to see him win the cup. Somebody, mentioned, somebody emailed me that yesterday, and that makes me so infinitely happy. That he got to see that, that he, that, that, that like he got to experience the run, that he got to be locked in on those games on the edge of his oh, chair. Lo- and we got to talk about it. I mean, it was before he got sick. So like, it's right come- when we first started this podcast, Yeah, it was Jeff's idea. This podcast was Jeff's idea. He literally said, let's do a podcast. And I said, okay, when? He goes, I don't know, like today <laughs> or tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was the day of, of the very first playoff game for the Blues. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what are we going to – he's like, I don't know. We'll just talk about it. He's like, I don't know. We'll call it Last Minute Blues Podcast. We had no idea where it was going to go. Yep. None. And he's like, I don't know. People can listen to it on their way down to the game. And that's how it started. Man. So he's um, he's not only going to still be a part of this show with his name on it. I know he's – spiritually, he's going to be a part of this show. And when we have bad days and we're grumpy, we're going to have to make sure that – we we do our best, Jeff, and and lighten up the room a little bit. That's right, man. Don't you don't don't need to be so serious, Francis. No, not when we come in. When we close these doors and come in here, everything else is locked out. Well, I know for a fact <clears throat> that Jeff loved doing this podcast. He loved doing it with us. Yeah, he loved doing it for the Blues. He loved the fan aspect of it. So. um I just feel really lucky, man, that this was something that that we got to do with him and we got to share with him. And um, hockey season is going to be weird this year <clears throat> because um, I don't know, man. We would just get so we get so excited about what we were going to talk about on the podcast, and then to speculate whether or not you were going to make fun of us <laughs> for whatever our ideas were. Why well, used to love you guys had your little notes. <laughs> What the hell is going on here? And then, and then, like, like having a point to make, and then beforehand going with you. All right, so who is Jamie going to crack on first? <laughs> will it be you or will it be me? You know. But it's just, man. It's, it, but it's cool though because we just got to come into this like how we are. We're just passionate blues fans, yeah. man. But we're not experts, and so we just got to do what we are. That's why I love it, man. I love talking hockey. Uh, with both of you guys, and you and I are going to continue with that vibe because it's great. It's great. And you know what? Sometimes it's it's so much fun for me to see people that are passionate fans and to the, – the questions and the thoughts. I look at it sometimes so much as like, like a professional, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of the things you ask or bring up, I'm like – I. I've never thought about that, actually, Donnie. Yeah. And so it's fun. It, it kind of keeps me on my toes as well uh, from a hockey standpoint. And, and of course, obviously, we love to laugh and joke and talk about stupid stuff, too. So now I, uh, I, uh, I'm I looking forward to hockey season. It's going to suck that we're missing a, a member of the band here. Uh, but one thing that Jeff has always said, and whenever he couldn't be on this podcast with us, is you better have a great podcast. Yep. You go podcast the crap out of that thing. <laughs> right, <laughs> is, right. You know? And so that's what that's that's what's going to keep me going. And that's what we're going to do. What's well, the Last Minute Blues podcast for Jeff Burton, Jamie Rivers. I'm Donnie Fandango. As always, let's go Blues. 
the last minute blues podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com. Powered by Together Credit Union. Empowering you to achieve your financial goals.